We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In the 2022 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan. Jared Goff winds up. Touchdown, Detroit. Josh Reynolds. Comes the blitz. Down the middle and on the fly. Jamison Williams, extra speed on the gas and gone. Touchdown. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 295 on the Blue Wire Network. I am your host, Tyler. Join with my two guys, as always, Mr. Malcolm Hart here. Boys, how we doing? I'm doing well, man. It feels good to be back. I'm with Tyler and Malcolm. It's been a minute. How you guys doing, Malcolm? What's up, bro? Woo! What is going on, man? Yo, I'm excited, man. Uh, it's been a little minute since we've all been on, but yo, we're yeah. here. Um, I'm excited, man. We got a special what pod. We got a very special pod. We're going to have current Detroit Lions edge rusher Charles Harris. He has a great story of you know him coming to Detroit in 2021 and sticking it out, taking a pay cut. So um, I, I'm really excited to get into this Charles Harris interview. So I hope you guys all enjoy that. Hey, Prior Podcast listeners, it's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Odds Traders. Odds Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, so the betters can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R dot com slash bluewire. Odds Traders, the number one site for your game day bets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, guys, we are back, and we have a very special guest with you guys today. We have the one and only Charles Harris from the Detroit Lions. Charles, how you doing, my man? Hey, I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. So, Charles, you know, you know, this is your third year here now in Detroit. You know, how, how's it been so far? How's it been the offseason so far? Yeah, it's been smooth. It's been real smooth. I live here in Detroit, so, uh, you know, it's been a lot more comfortable, you know, in regards to adjusting to the climate, you know, to the weather and whatnot. Uh, last off season I was in Atlanta, so uh, it was still kind of cold down there. But this off season, that uh, that sun, you know, it took a little minute for that sun to come through this time. Yeah, it did for sure. You know, I, I got a question for you. With all like the off season moves, and you see all the hype that Detroit's getting around the media, it's like, how are you guys feeling as players in the locker room? You see the Lions go aggressive and bring in a bunch of you know savvy veterans who have experience in this league, and you know they revamp this defense, revamp this defense throughout the draft as well what's the vibe right now going on in that locker room yeah I mean you know it's off season so you know uh, I think a lot of guys just focused on self-improvement you know um, you know doing the best they possibly can to make sure that they um, you know put their best foot forward one in the fall camp so I can't speak for everybody in terms of like how the vibe is or how the guys feel about this move that move but I know individually you know I'm doing everything I can to perfect my craft, you know, took advantage of the off season. I know guys are also doing that at other positions. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think everybody, for the most part, everybody doing their job, everybody doing they possibly doing everything they possibly can to ensure that they're, they're starting, you know, and I think that's when we have a locker room full of guys who are hungry, you know, guys who want to start, you know, guys who just want to put their best foot forward. So. So a couple of years ago, you're a free agent and Detroit was coming off one of the worst years. You just fired their head coach, their GM, and they brought in Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes. So why did you pick Detroit over? I, I'm sure there was like interest from other teams. Why Detroit? You know, Detroit's in the Midwest. You know, it's in the Midwest. Um, you know, obviously, you know, obviously there was opportunity. You know, it was a great opportunity to, to you know, either put up or shut up, you know. And I think that's what... Um, that's where Detroit really gave me was an opportunity to, you know, go out there and play. And um, that's what I want to do. You know, I want to play. I want to make sure I want to, you know, want to put my best foot forward as well and just show that, yo, I'm a, I'm a baller. You know, I'm a baller and this is, you know, this is what I do. And um, Detroit had that opportunity, had an open lane. And, um, you know, like I said, it's also part of the Midwest. You know, it's close to home, not too far from where I'm from. Um, you know, I got the four seasons, you know, Tigers, you know, all the Tiger and college, you know, there's a lot of little, like, you know, little things, side notes where I'm like, man, this is a great decision. And also this, you know, family-wise, you know, um, you know, my wife's from Chicago, so, you know, we know our family isn't too far away. You know, our family isn't too far away. So having them support us is always big and having the young babies and all that kind of stuff. So it's a lot of dynamics that went into the decision behind Detroit 
But uh, like you said, there's a lot of other interests, a lot of other places I could have went. But, um, yeah, I rolled out with Detroit. Made a great decision. Yeah, and it worked well for you. You signed another contract, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, 100%, man. We, we are definitely glad that you did choose for Detroit. Sure. Um Aaron Glenn, man, I know he's getting a lot of buzz as far as, like, a, being a really great coach. How was it like playing for Aaron Glenn? I mean, hey, it's um, – man, they always say, you know, players are reflection of the coach. You know, and I think uh, that's what that's what we got. A lot of guys who have different parts and pieces of his personality. You know, he got times where he's quiet. You know, he reserved. He, he ain't really saying much. They got other times where he on you. And uh, he let it be known, hey – great job you know what I mean or hey get your stuff right so um I think he just he just embodies his defense you know he really does and um you know guys want to follow him you know we all want to follow him we want to want to play hard for him you know not just for him but for you know for the head coach for everybody you know everybody want to ball out for for the coaches and for the fans for you know for their community and everything so he does a great job of just being consistent you know, being consistent in terms of his coaching style, he doesn't preach through different messages. You know, he don't come in on Monday saying this, we're going to do in the game. They come in on Thursday saying, you know, something different. He's like, yo, this is how we roll in this week. This is this is what we got to hit. This is our objectives. And this is how we're going to rock out. And this, you know, to me, it's almost like some some military type stuff. You know, we come in on Wednesday. We, you know, everybody ready to get the game plan and who we going against, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's like military style, like, Yo, this is this is what we get. This is this is our target. This is how we gonna execute this this mission right here. Everybody got the job. All right, go practice. Let's go train. Let's sharpen our skills. We're gonna roll out there, you know, come Sunday. And um, man, the way he just his demeanor, you know, in regards to you know, um, you know, just giving us the message is uh, it's, you know, this is special. So yeah, no, it was a great plan for him. It's great plan for him. Play for you know multiple other defensive coordinators, but um, his tenacity, you know, his tenacity is off the chart. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I I could see like if I was a player, I would probably be in his office majority of the time. Just just to hear him talk because he like he seemed like a guy that would just give like the best advice. <laughs> like yeah, even yeah. even with life, even with life, like he was to sit you down and it just seemed like he'd be that type of guy who just you know be like that like that like that like that father figure type like type coach and yeah. just give you like life lessons, yo. So that yeah. I, I just love the way he is, man. Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Coaching, like you said, family wise. <laughs> Uh, just life skill wise, man, he just, you know, he's a great leader. Yeah, is is there a different type of respect for a guy that's actually gone through the same things that you guys are actually going through? Like, you know, he's actually been in the same shoes as you've been in. He played in this league. So is there a different type of respect when you have a coach that's actually played in the league? Yeah, I think, you know, I think a lot of guys who, um, who didn't play ball, you know, would have, you know, would attest to that, that when you have a coach that actually, I mean, either play your position or play on the other side of the ball of your position, man, those would be some great coaches. You know, and I, I don't know the statistics. You know, I don't know what history says. I don't know, you know, I ain't, I ain't no, you know, I ain't no general manager. But, man, when you don't play the game, you just you kind of understand. You think like a player. You know, you think ball first instead of schematics. You know, like, you know, I have been plenty of times where, you know, a DB would say this or say that to AG. AG will say, hey, I can see how you see that, but this is what I want you to do. You know what I mean? Because when you're out there and you're playing and bullets are flying, it's going 100 miles an hour, like, you got to make – you got to play football. You got to play a football player. I think Kirby is a great example of, you know, a young player who just has great instincts and yet is able to think, you know, think beyond his age or think beyond his, his, his experience. And AG can see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, AG sees that. 
and he he he, he nourishes that. You know, what I mean? he doesn't take that away from him. He doesn't say, "Yo, I don't want you playing like that." He he nourishes it. You know, he said, "Okay, this is how you think. This is how you want to move. All right, let's do it." And that's just not with DBs, man. That's not just with safety group. That's with you know D line in general. You know, um, even down to us. You know, he you know he asked me plenty of times, Charles, what are you seeing on this play? And I see this coach. I see that. And all right, I can see that. All right, cool. You know what I mean? So like when and, and I think that that part that part that skill part of a coach, you know, granted there's plenty of coaches out there who ain't never played ball before at all, or only played to high school level where the case may be who can still understand the game like a real player. But man, when you're able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes truly, I think you just you just immerse yourself into the game. Yeah. So what would you say the best advice you've gotten? And so far, you know, it could be from Aaron Glenn. It could be from anyone in the NFL or even college or whatever. What's the best advice you've ever gotten from football? Um, I would just I would just have to say um, really when I first got to the Lions, um, and it's not really advice, but I think it was more so – you know, take this perspective. And this is from our, you know, ST's coach, you know, Coach Fit. And he, um, I remember he used to start the meetings. He was in the, you know, it's during the COVID time period or post COVID, or who knows what time period, 2021 was kind of awkward. He was like, we was in COVID, but then we really wasn't. It was, <laughs> I mean, we did know. But we remember we was all, we came into the indoor in the morning and we had a 13 meeting. And, you know, he would always start the meeting, you know, he always say, like, you know, like, Damn, we we in National Football League, fellas, you know? And, you know, we got the best job in the world. Somebody right now is behind their desk, and no offense to y'all, but you know what I'm saying? Somebody's, you know, <laughs> somebody's behind their desk and damn cubicles, so, you know, crunching numbers. Like, look at what we got. We, got, we get the hit, you know, mother lovers. And, you know, uh, man, like, he just started the meeting like that. And with me being at that time, I think my fifth year, Man, he just put things in perspective. You know, he really did. It was like, man, you right. Like, I mean, I'm talking about we we you mean camp doing the same thing. Like, we gotta be thankful for this, you know, like just that sense of having gratitude about the game and you know, understand that you're very fortunate to play and that you don't have to play, you know, and I think um, you know, I think that's something that perspective wise that he bestowed upon not just me, but that entire year. You know, that whole group of guys. And it's something that we appreciate. And he still does the same thing to this day. Like, you know, he he coaches the game as if he's coaching Pop Warner football. You know what I mean? Like, he's not caught up in – I mean, he done did so much success with the Eagles and with just different teams. It's like, he could easily be to the point where he's like, you know, oh, man, I do this all day. Like, no, nah, he starts every single day. Like, we are fortunate. We are lucky. We should have a heart of gratitude to be in this building right now. And um, so, yeah, I think that was that him, you know, and, and what he used to do, what he does to this day, um, him changing the perspective of guys in that room. I think uh, that was the greatest, you know, piece of wisdom or token of wisdom I received. All right. Speaking of coaches, you mentioned Coach Feb AG, but let's talk about the new coach, John Scott Jr. Fans don't know much about him. They brought him from Penn State. How is it so far playing under him? Um, like, what do you like about his style? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, Coach Scott is, um, you know, he's a real D-line coach, you know. And, um, you know, you got coaches out there who, you know, who who know pass rush but don't really know pass rush or know D, how to stop and run or how to play run defense but don't really know how to play run defense. And, um, 
And by all means, I'm not taking no shots at no previous coach. I'm not. I think my previous coach is great as well. Uh, but you know, I think um, you know he's he, he's one of them guys who who are one of them coaches who, who came in and isn't trying to like alter. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to come. He ain't coming in and trying to, like, hey, yo, technique last year was like this, and this is why. Like, it was just, hey, try. Give you, like, tight, you know, square up your stance a little bit. If you want to, you can. If you ain't got to, you don't want to, hey, play ball. You know, and I think, um, you know, that's 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 something about him that I think is uh, very, very unique. Is he's he's just he's just kind of the same way as Coach Phil, where he's not like on our horse. You know, he he receives information from, from players, not not just vets. You know, I'm talking third year, second year guys. He takes in all the information that guys give him, all the feedback. You know, and he kind of rolls through it. And if he agrees with you, he agrees with you. If he has a different opinion, he's gonna say, "Look, this is my opinion." And then obviously the film, you know, the film speaks for you know tells the truth. And I think that. Um, you know, yeah, like, you know, for him, for him being a, a coach, you know, with us, um, man, he's really a, he's really a D-line coach. Like, he really is. So, um, yeah. All right. So every D-end or a pass rusher has that one quarterback they really want to sack. Who is that one quarterback that you want to sack? I don't know. I don't really play favorites, you know? <laughs> Charles, you can say Aaron right. Rodgers. I mean, he's out the division now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to him a couple times. <laughs> yeah, you know how that stuff go, man. We ain't going to choose no sides. We ain't going to play no favorites. If a man happens to drop back and do a five-step or a three-step drop, that's the man we want. <laughs> so, right. I ain't going to say my names, man. But, yeah, man, we want them all. You know, we ain't got no favorites. You know, they nameless and faceless. You know, this, like this is not really going into, like, you know, impress. I mean, like it is impressive, but like, how difficult is it like tackle a guy like Justin Fields, who's just like very mobile in the pocket? And you guys have obviously played him in the division. You know, how difficult is it to play a guy like that? Yeah, man. I mean, so much talent. You know, so much talent. And um, I'm not gonna say a new wave or a new generation of you know scrambling or mobile quarterback because that'll be disrespect to his predecessors. But I think the formula doesn't change. As a D line, the formula doesn't change in the defense. And if you go into a game saying we're gonna we gonna rush and we're gonna get after this guy, we're gonna get oh, we're gonna get five, six teams sacked on him and blah blah. You're kidding yourself. Like the game plan is that you have the rush of the defense. Everybody, let one guy, let that three technique out of his gap. You know what I mean? You're gonna hit that B gap so quick. You know, so it. It's, 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 it's some some things in terms of football are very fundamental, especially comes to defense. When you have a guy like him who's mobile, who's able to move, who can also drop back and throw the ball, who's they're working on throwing the ball, you gotta play him you gotta play him true. And that means everybody works together. There's nobody on the D line that's selfish, who's like, Oh, I'm gonna take this inside move and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let the C gap open or I'm gonna let him let him have the edge and he's gonna run out of yard, you know, for a thirty yard breakout. You know, so I think um, in regards to, like, a player like him, like, we give him all his credit in regards to his talent, you know, but in that same sense, you know, we understand what we have to do to contain him. We understand what we have to do to, to minimize his uh, his explosiveness. And that is you got to contain him, man. You have to. Um, but in terms of, like, taking him down, you know, hitting all that kind of stuff, you know, you know, that stuff ain't, you know, that's just football, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
So, so Charles, you decided to take a pay cut to stay in Detroit this year. What was your mindset during that process? What was my mindset through that process? Um, I would like to fare on the side of that. I'm a very um, um, realistic individual, you know, like reality. Okay, you got hurt last year. 2022, whatever the case may be, and that sucks. That's how that's the that's the cards you were given. That's how you were dealt with. You had a season in the injury. You did everything you can, obviously, up to that point to prevent injury. You know, you do the same thing, routine, 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 right? Die to exile, die to exercise. But things happen, you know. And when that stuff like that happens. You're gonna be, you're gonna be, you're gonna get pulled, you're gonna get set another, another new set of hands. And you look at your hands and you say, okay, what cards do I have to play with? And you play the cards you got. And in the same sense, uh, I think the biggest factor in regards to, I wouldn't say taking the pay cut, but putting pay on hold, is the opportunity. You know, you have another opportunity to play with a team that gave you the opportunity. And that you capitalize on before again, or before you do the same thing again, and you can play with the guys that you already played with. You know what I mean? Like you can be in the city you've already been in for two years. You know what I mean? So I think those more those other aspects of making decisions, a decision like that, it's not simply just down to the numbers in the basements because the numbers are easy. Nobody will lose money. <laughs> you know, yeah. but in terms of the opportunity. I think that's the part that a lot of people, you know, use the money and they, they forget about the opportunity, but they only look at the dollars or they forget about the dollars, they only look at the opportunity, you know. So um yeah, so that was that was my 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 my, my deciding factor behind that decision. I love it. Yeah, that, that's really great decision, man, because man, I, I I'm not sure how the locker room is right now, but as far as the fans we have like this sense that we feel like this could be a very special season, man. And um, we're just glad they're going to be a part of it, man. And so, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, speaking of pickups, obviously, Romeo took pickup, but now you guys are obviously two of the older guys in the locker room, right? So you came in a few years ago trying to prove yourself. Now you're sort of a leader in that D-line room. How was that transition? Yeah, no, nah, we're definitely two of the more experienced guys, you know, in the locker room. And, um, with that, I think with your experience, you always have this this prove it, prove it, you know, sort of drive or push, you know, like this desire to want to like to prove, to prove, because that's the thing. People call you older, right? People call you washed up. People say, "Oh, you ain't got it." People, that's what happens, right? Father time, right? Right. And um, you you take that. You can take that how you want to take it. You can take it as I am older. And you take it as I'm simply just more experienced than you. And because of that, I do have an advantage over you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you have not watched NFL film as much as I watched. You have not had more NFL reps than I've had. And that's also not one of them things that you bank on and say, oh, well, because I have this, I have that, I know this is going to happen, that's going to happen. No. You use that and you harness that as, a, as, yeah, I'm older, but I'm more experienced, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm being a more pressured, you know, I'd have been in more pressured games, pressure situations, game on the line, too many. We need to come up big with a stop. You know what I mean? Like, you know, 
third down within the five, within the five yard line. Like we'd have been in these more pressure situations. So with that, I think you have either a fixed mindset or you have a growth mindset. You got a fixed mindset and saying, oh, I got to protect myself. I got to reserve myself. Or I got to make sure nobody can, can beat me or do this or do that. Or you have a growth mindset and say, yo, I got so much experience. I'm going to usher in the younger guys. I'm going to help out. I'm going to speak up in the meeting room. I'm going to speak up when it's in the situation. I'm going to speak up when guys aren't making a lifts or somebody's messing around, fooling around, because I have that experience. I'm telling you right now, like, yo, if you don't do your lift, this man right here who's this strength coach right here, he is tied in with the head coach. You don't go to your lifts or you show up to your lifts, he's going to tell the head coach. And the coach going to look at you as a year response. And, yeah, it might, not make, it might not make no difference today. It might not make no difference tomorrow. But as time goes on, once you get into your second, third year, that's, that coach went to another coach, and then when you get to another team or you stay on the same team with a, with a new coach, that's going to be the same thing talking about you. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. in terms of, in terms of you know, how do we fit or how do we, how do we mold ourselves, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the everyday person who just simply gets older in life. The only thing in football is that it's on a shorter, it's on a shorter spectrum. That as you get older in life, right, like once I get into my 20, I'm 28, about to be 30 years old. I'm talking to my little cousin who's, you know, 20 some years old. Like, hey, don't do this. You're like, yo, you need to, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just like a part of life. Like, yo, I want to now help. I want to be, nah, you go ahead and do what you want to go do. Nah, same with football. Once we, once I get to this point of having so much experience, yo, this is what you do. This is how you fix your stands. This, this is the best move on this guy. I done played him three times already, <laughs> you know? So uh, I think that's the best way how we, uh, and I can't obviously speak to him, but like that's the best way how I view, you know, my my experience to live within within the league, within on his team. It's like, man, it's just time to, to give. And that's not just my position group. That's across the board. That's defensively across the board. That's not just football. That's life. Right. That's investing. You know what I mean? That's that's thinking at the football. That's working on other skills in the off season. So um, yeah, man, that's that's the way we uh oh, I, that's the way that I and I, I keep saying we because I know Rome like I know Rome like Rome like me. You know what I mean? So it's like I I know he'll say the same thing. So. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And and you had a great quote during OTAs. I believe one of the media members asked you this. It was you said when you're one of the ones that helped out put the fertilizer down, you want to see the tree grow. And you know I, I think it is more rewarding when you come here when it was you know whatever you want to call it, rebuilding, retooling, whatever you want to call it. Right? You yeah. were here right in the beginning when. We were going through a whole culture change in Detroit with the Lions, and you were here from the beginning. And now, you know, we haven't won any games that the season hasn't started, but like, there's a hype right now. There, there is a buzz right now that you guys are on the come up. So I like, I think it is re- more rewarding when you actually see it come, you know, together all together, and it works. Yeah, without a doubt. And when you were part of it, you know what I mean? Like, then that's and that's where you get back to like the whole. You know, people say you took a pay cut. Oh no, I tell you, I say I put my pay on hold. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yo, why would I want to be somewhere else when I know something good is going on? And don't get me wrong. This isn't no hit to no guys who didn't resign or sound like this isn't that. It's just the fact of, like, for me, myself, and I, for Charles Harris, if I started something, hey, yo, this is what we've been rocking out. This is how we've been doing it. Let's do it again, you know. And I don't want to be from a distance seeing that. Like, I want to be a part of that, you know. And, um, you know, I, I think the best example for me in terms of, like, I remember I had the opportunity to leave college, right? I could have left my sophomore year, retro sophomore year. I'm a little draft valuation. I could have left. But something was telling me, like, man, 
feeling good next year. Like we got a lot of your guys who you came in this thing with, you know, they we all gonna be here again next year. So I part of my decision, you know, I was like, man, I'm gonna stay to rock out the guys that I came in here with, you know, at least the guys who were, you know, who were red shirted or whatever case may be. And um we rocked out for another year. And I could look that the year before I stayed another year, you know, loyalty to them guys, also loyalty university, and I just really felt it was gonna be good. Now we didn't do the best we possibly could, you know what I mean? We didn't have the season that I thought we were gonna have, but still, it's just um, you know, and you know, it's one of the things that um, you know, uh, for me myself and I, you know, and some people might say, oh, you're not smart. People might, some people might say, oh, you're you're emotional into it, you know. But man, you know, emotion proceeds any form of desire. So, you know, our desire to win, our desire to be with the guys I want to be with, and I'm emotionally tied to these guys and. Probably have a great season. And staying in school worked out for you. You're a first round pick, so hopefully staying mm-hmm. one more year with the Lions works out for you. Then you get the bag yeah, of following season. Yeah, we get that. We get that ring. You know. So, yeah. You know. Hopefully. I have no point in doing this thing without it. You know. So yeah. Um, so you know, as we come to the end of this, you know, now you said you're living in Detroit in the off season. What would you say your favorite part about living in the city of Detroit is? <laughs> I'm, man, I'm telling you right now, the lakes, yo, the lakes are so beautiful. You know, I, my wife's from Chicago, so she talk about just nothing like summertime in Chicago. You know, she got Chance the Rapper, you know, all these different people playing some Chance music with a barbecue in the back of the yard, having a cookout, like all that kind of, I'm like, yeah, okay. But yeah, I mean, she right. I mean, this upper, this upper, you know, Midwest area, man, it's, it's so beautiful in the summertime. So that's the that's the best thing, right? Taking babies out to the park, you know, hopping on a boat, you know, just playing around a little sand, you know, that's 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 the best part, without a doubt. And then um, you know, personally, I mean I like I like the snow, especially around, you know, the holidays. Like I like the snow. So um, you know, I had a I got a nice little truck. So I used to take that thing out and do my little a little snow action, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in general, man, the, like Detroit, I think the best part of the city is definitely the lakes and then it's you know, the wintertime snow. You've been fishing with Frank Ragnar on the lakes, I have not, but we got some in the works. Oh, okay, okay, so, I got you. So, sweet. All right, uh, one last question here. Uh, mm-hmm. why did you choose number 53? Like, what's the what's behind that? Yeah, I can't even. Yeah, my wife and I, we had a, uh, so when I, you know, I came from Atlanta. In Atlanta, I was 92. And then I came here and it was, okay, these are the jerseys we have open. And initially, I was like, I want 91. I was like, oh, I want to back to 91. And like, initially, and they was like, oh, you know, that's taking up. And I was like, okay, well, what we got left? And they was like, we got this, this, this. You know, we got some 90 numbers. We got this. I want to do something to different <laughs> you know what I mean something different something that's just uncanny I was like I'm gonna go 53 and I was like I don't think I know Harley I don't count my hand I don't count a couple fingers you know how many 53s I know so you know I chose 53 and then um you know also just from you know some some, some scripture based stuff as well based off number 53 and then that really just solidified everything that's what's up. Awesome. awesome. You guys got anything else or all good? I think um, that's about it. I think oh. that's about it. Um, Charles, do you have anything like as far as any, uh, anything you want to plug out there? Like uh, any charities or anything you do on the side? Anything you want to put out there? Yeah, I mean, I got my football camp coming up. Me and my homeboy Ismail Rain, right? 
um, both in Kansas City, in the city. And, um, yeah, we have a basketball slash football slash financial literacy, you know, that whole ordeal um, happening in Kansas City. The weekend, July 14th. My campus July 16th. His is July 15th. Both, you know, I had a basketball background. He got a football uh, background. So just two, you know, very well-respected individuals from Kansas City who are linking up together. Um, I think we both, I ain't going to say us both, but I know definitely when I was growing up in Kansas City, I was kind of like, eh, you know, where why guys don't ever really come back, you know, or why this don't happen in my city or this or that. And um, it was almost kind of like a crab in the barrels type of, you know, type of situation. Not, not entirely, but, you know, for the most part. So uh, I think us doing this together is um, giving those guys who – Grew up watching us, you know, and vice versa, the ones who played before us, who we looked up to, it gives them like gives them hope and let them know that the, the things that they did, the season they planted is paying off because this connection, this bond is happening for the younger generation. Also gives like to the younger generation, let them know like, yo, when y'all get to our levels, NBA, NFL, lawyer, doctor, heck, businessman, entrepreneur, inventor, whatever it may be, that you have the ability, and you also had the connections and dang near the obligation to link up with somebody else in Kansas City. So um, that's something that we're doing there. And then uh, outside of that, you know, I'm just a big promoter of MS, multiple sclerosis. Um, so, you know, that's something that's, that's near and dear. So, you know, definitely tied in with the MS Society here within Detroit. Um, we actually have a golfing out in um, this July, July 24th, um, you know, I think all the tickets are sold. I'm just saying in general. But, and also we start camp early this year, which sucks. But, yeah, so we all, uh, MS, you know, MS is really big. Something that's very prevalent, um, near and dear to my heart. So, outside of that, and I appreciate y'all for having me on and giving me the opportunity to, you know, share my knowledge or wisdom or just speak in general, um, you know, to viewers out there. And, I mean, y'all just keep doing y'all thing for real, man. I'll get ready to get some water, get some chips, you know, grab grab a Gatorade, whatever it is you drink, you know, and just turn the TV on and sit back, relax, and enjoy the show coming up this season. Oh, so, we know we're ready. We're ready, Charles, and we can't wait for the season to start. Hope you, you know, kill it this season, and we t- we appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, no, no doubt. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Charles, man. Yeah, thanks, Charles. Best of luck this season. Yes, thank you. Take care. Peace. All right, guys, that is going to be a wrap to this episode. Hope you guys all enjoyed that interview with Charles Harris. Great guy, very smart guy, and we really appreciate him taking some time out of his day to talk with us. Um, with that being said, hope you guys all enjoyed. I'm Tyler, and I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, guys, I'm out. Peace. All right, George, your boy, Bronco, and I am out. Peace. <laughs>is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.